been places. I hate the places. I feel like, folks, we are you've back been busy. After, like, what is this, a mid-season hiatus, I suppose? Something I think like so. That? Yeah. Well, we knew this season was going to be choppy in and out. That was always the plan. Yeah. Well, there's yeah, reasons. Didn't really, didn't really talk about it too much as to why there'd be a break. Just kind of, you know... You watch the big night, and you're like, you got to take a big sleep, because after all those courses, you're just full. Very know? different movie, though. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I actually, I texted Bill right before this. I was like, Bill, I watched a movie called The Menu this morning. He's like, sounds interesting. I'm like, of course, it's about food. That's why it sounds interesting. I was like, no, no, no. It's, uh, it's like a dark thriller comedy thing. Is it for Bill, and- though? Well, I specifically because I don't think it is for Bill is why I recommended it for him, because I want <laughs> to see... I think it's I think it's more for Loretta than it would mm. be for Bill, but mm. I think I think Bill would be fascinated by the dishes. My favorite sure. being Tyler's bullshit. Um, but <laughs> I don't want to give too much. I'll probably bleep that. I want to give that movie away. But watch the menu. <laughs> yeah, let's circle around back to that at the end of this episode. Let's do that. Because yeah. one of the things I've been watching is both the menu and what I think is its sister movie, Triangle of Sadness, which. You know, it was nominated for an Oscar. The so Triangle of Sadness and The Menu. You're saying those should be a, a pairing of sorts? I am. I am. But sorry, I'm getting ahead of ourselves. Yes. we, we got to circle back to back to where we started. Why have we been gone? We've been gone because I, we, my wife, had a baby. No, when Our he's, first baby. When he says we, I was not involved in this process whatsoever. <laughs> we had a gush baby. <laughs> Cinema gush baby. <laughs> she was born to the Pride and Prejudice soundtrack, 2005, here in Island. Was she actually? Um, yeah, you know, it's funny. Um, I'll get into a little birth story here. Just it was um, we the Duke date kept getting pushed earlier and earlier and earlier before at one point they're just like, okay, you guys got to go. So we went and got induced a little early, and um, I had recorded – a number of things are put on her iPad. I should say like the Anna Green Gables uh-huh. movies from the nineties and things like that. And, um, during the actual birth itself, which I won't go into details about, but just, it's so quiet. Like if it's not pushing mm-hmm. and everyone saying stuff, everyone's just kind of like sitting around, standing around waiting, giving her a little break, giving us a little break. And so at one point I was like, this is too quiet for me. So I went to, uh, I know I talked about it on the show before, there's that YouTube channel, the Ambiance uh, World, uh, Ambient World. Yeah, that's yeah, it. yeah. And there's, a, and there's a Pride and Prejudice one, which Monica has watched 27 times <laughs> in the last nine months. And so I put on the movie. Ambient World. Yes. Yeah. The the 2005 film, which Love is considered one. one of the best, but not the best uh, of the Jane Austen stuff. It's my favorite. It it is very good. I love the I love the fra- the cinematography. I could actually gush about. Um, and it's also good because you're seeing Donald Sutherland right before Hunger Games, so mm-hmm. you're kind of getting like a this is what happens to President Snow before <laughs> he starts the Hunger Games. <laughs> it's a prequel, um, and this is what happens to Kira Knightley after Pirates of the Caribbean. So um, I, I I don't know. I like it if all the movies are in one universe. But anyway, um, it was uh, the baby came out during one of the piano songs, and I, it was That's perfect. Great. I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. My my first burden was born to the uh, Beast of the Southern Wild soundtrack. You're kidding. Mm-hmm. Now we'd watch oh. it like two days before and I bought the soundtrack specifically because Lauren said, I could listen to this while giving birth. That's amazing. And that's a movie I have not heard in a long time. Yeah. It's a lovely little Remember movie. Remember the director's name is very weird. Um, I have it? no idea. Ben Zitzlin or something. I know that they did kind of their own Peter Pan movie, and then they kind of just disappeared forever. Wendy, that's what it was. And they've been gone ever since. Yeah. Yeah, he's been gone ever since. Uh, But either way, solid film. 
a very good watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, having a baby has been insanely time consuming. Yeah. I'm learning so much. <laughs> we'll do that. Whenever I'm sure you, I'm sure that you know this, but like, you're like, Oh, I could also do this thing. But then when you hold a baby with two hands, you're like, I could do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you're just kind of trapped. It gets Which is better it? as they could. I mean, well, I don't know if you know this, but eventually they turn into adults. Um, uh-huh. they're very self-sufficient given enough time. <laughs> how, how, how much time? I haven't gotten there yet, so ask me in 10 more years. I'll ask you in 10 more years. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But, yeah, just it's it's been an absolute thrill. It's an absolute joy. And, uh, like I said, I've had – there's been no time to literally do anything else, not even record Cinema Gush, not even watch movies uh, because – when you wake up four or five times a night and then it's nine o'clock in the morning when you get up and then you're back to baby duty, you're like, uh, what's going on here? And then it's 3 p.m. and you're like, oh, wait, what happened? And then it's 6 p.m. again. The sun's already set. You're like, oh, no, I didn't get a day. What happened? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but it has been amazing. A true blessing. Highly recommended for everybody. 10 out of 10. Have a kid. <laughs> I liked it so much I had four. <laughs> That's a beautiful thing. So that's where we've been. Uh, we'll try to get back onto a regular schedule, depending on how my baby's schedule goes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, we just had to record. I was like, I got to find time this week because for the first time in damn near a decade, the Oscars were excellent. I didn't watch it directly I because I didn't have access to the live stream, but I followed it, and I, I don't remember the last time I have agreed as much with the Oscars. Yeah, I mean the so so same for me. I did not. Um, I wasn't live watching it. What I was doing was as we were rocking her to sleep and going to bed and everything. I was refreshing ABC's YouTube. That's basically channel, what I was which doing. Was effect clipping the entire show. <laughs> it's like what's the point here? But they were. I mean, I think just about every single second of the Oscars got clipped. Oh, maybe I didn't. And is on the ABC YouTube channel. Or just, I'm saying, if you took the whole you Oscars get all and of just it. diced it up into little bite-sized pieces, it would be all be on the ABC YouTube channel. Um, but man, you know, everything, everywhere, all at once. One of the best films, uh, not only for me for last year, mm-hmm. but there was something in the mm-hmm. way uh, that didn't make it to the Oscars. But uh, that movie is a great film, despite what some jackasses say online. It's definitely going to be rewatchable. Batman for, or everything for everywhere. Very, very, both, I think both will be very. But what jackasses are? Uh, I think. Uh, I'll tell you about it off air, but just people online were like, "Yeah, it was fine," but people aren't going to be talking Which about it. Which one? Years. I'm like, yes, they will. Uh, everything. Oh over come elements. on! No. I know. I was like, I was like, there's you absolutely. No. This that was. No, nobody can look at everything everywhere all at once and say this film is simply too mundane for me. <laughs> I, I mean, if I, there are certain movies that does apply to you, like I will probably never see Shape of Water. Yeah, no. Then, you know, Moonlight is a fine film. I probably won't watch it again. I don't know when I'll watch Spotlight. Twelve Years. Spotlight of Spotlight was excellent, but I'll never watch it again. Everything. Yeah, same. I mean, Birdman. I, I might watch. I, I, it again. Oh, interesting. Oh, oh, okay. One of my children was born while we were watching Birdman. Again. <laughs> The wife awesome. hadn't seen it. I was my second time. We brought Birdman to <laughs> watch in the hospital. But I mean, if I think about the things that have come out since 2000, right? Like Gladiator. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'll watch. I'll watch that regularly. Every year. Yeah. Uh, a Beautiful Mind. I've seen twice. I can't now. watch it again, knowing though. that he was a pedophile. Where's that? Um, 
The Return of the King, I've seen mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. many, many times. Million Dollar Baby, not once yet, but I will. Yeah, it doesn't appeal uh, to me. Crash is more fine than people give it credit for, but it's just fine. Aggressively, one might suggest. I haven't had any desire to watch it since well, middle, the very next college. Year was Departed, which I knew that you loved quite I a bit. I do love The Departed. I haven't seen it in a long time, but that, I know I will watch that one again. No Country for Old Men. Oh, one of my all-time favorites. Slumdog Millionaire, which I love. My wife loves it too, and I haven't seen it since since it came out. I need to watch that one again. I don't know if I'd see Hurt Locker again, because that was... Hurt Locker was fun. But, yeah. Yeah. King's Speech. King's Speech was the last year that I was really like, this is a great Oscars year. Yeah, Because the artist won the next year, and the the artist is fine. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's a good movie, but... There's nothing. I, I can tell you, I, I won't watch that one again. Just, I've seen it. Yeah, and I think Argo, after I read all the stuff that, like, the climax wasn't quite right and they played up way too much of the drama, I was like, ah, I'm probably fine I, with Argo. L- again, I really liked Argo, but it's not very historic. Well, you know what? If you're historically inaccurate because of, of intrigue to make the movie more interesting, I'm a lot more forgiving than you're historically inaccurate about your main character being. A sleaze bag. Exactly, but so like I was saying, Moonlight, Shape of Water, Green Book, Nomad, Nomad Lad, especially like I don't, I don't think I'll ever see those again. Parasite, yeah, oh I'll yeah, watch that again. that'll happen. Coda, I will absolutely watch that again, and I've shown other people that. Movie. Great. And everything, everywhere, all at once. That's gonna be nice in the movie ether for a very long I, time. Reminder on my end that that was my favorite movie of last year. That's right, absolutely. Um, and it, I, you know, it, I think so. Aside from that, aside from. So I haven't seen The Whale, but I have it. I rented it, so I'll watch it probably Don't tonight. Check it out um, sometime. Haven't soon. seen All Quiet on the Western Front, but I will. I'd like to see that too. Um, I think everything else in there, like I just agree with all over the place. Um, which of course that's not the reason why I like the Oscars. Why I loved the Oscars this year was the catharsis for Michelle Yeoh, Brendan Fraser, right? Lee Good Curtis. lord, yes. Um, and and of course, I top of all of them. Yeah, I can't pronounce his name very well. But, I I know. Um, I I'm blanking on it. Is it uh, Kihu Kwan? Yeah, I think. His, I don't want to just Kwan. say short round because that's not that's not right. Because like he was just. But either way, that well, have you heard the story when he ran into Harrison Ford for the first time in was that 25, on, 30 years? Was, you mean on stage or before that? Before that, no, tell me. It was at D twenty three, and he knocked on Harrison's door, and Harrison opened it up, and he said he had that uh, grumpy, classic grumpy Harrison scowl, and he's like, "Oh no, he's gonna think I'm just some doting fan, and he's gonna be angry." And Harrison looks at him, and he goes, "Are you short round?" And oh. he goes, "Hey," and he said, "Hey, Indy." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that makes me happy. That yeah. speech, oh, just. Watching, I was trying to explain. Like I was, because my wife like left the room so and watched that speech, crying like crazy. <laughs> she comes in, she's like, "What's wrong?" I'm like, "Short round won an Oscar." She's like, "Is that a good thing?" I'm like, "Yes." yes. And I'm yes, trying it's to explain the history of this man who was in like these great movies and then typecast like crazy and then never given chances. But then like his wife said, like, "Someday your time will come," and all this stuff. And and then he got in. She's like, oh, "Okay." And I was like, "It's okay." <laughs> It's okay, honey. It's it's for me. It's not for you. Um, that and then, he yeah. he played like three different characters in that movie, and but like variations of himself in such a way that was so 
moving. Yes. And it's easy if you if you took out any one of his characters and separated out. I'm like, yeah, I don't think that needs an Oscar. But you combine them together and realize that each of his performances complemented the other performances in such a beautiful way. I think it's an extremely wonderful performance. Yeah, and I will say to the Goonies connection because he was in Goonies as well. Um, somebody on TikTok slowed down every single frame of that rush at the very end of Everything Everywhere All at Once where it's showing all those variations yeah. of Michelle Yeoh. So somebody slowed it down so you could literally get a couple frames, okay. one to two frames of each. Tell me, are they all different? They are They are all different. Holy And one of them, I swear to you, is Chunk from the Goonies. Amazing. Like unironically Chunk. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Best scene of the year. (laughs) I still think the Oscars need a best scene category. I think that'd be a really wonderful because it combines screenwriting, acting, filmmaking. Best scene of the year to me is him, his speech on being kind. Absolutely, man. And I think the other thing too, and I know this has been fought for for a very long time and it hasn't happened yet. I hope it does someday. Um, but they need a best stunt. They do. They need a they need a best stunt performer in the news this time of year because John Wick Four coming out. Absolutely, yeah. I think you know they're like, well, the the MTV Movie Awards for that. I'm like, no, come on. They're an (laughs) important part of filmmaking these days, and they should be recognized. Yeah, and here's the thing too with the Oscars is the the movies that I that I also loved with it, like the Banshees of Inisherin, was shunned. But it was all it was one of those years where I'm sitting back, I'm like, man, it really is an honor just to be nominated. Right, I mean, it does mean something. Being nominated for Best Picture, to me, it's hard to say you were shunned. I mean... Yeah. So, of the Best Pictures, which one did you see this year? Um, I saw... Well, I saw a couple. So, definitely Top Gun Maverick, which now I have seen... Um, How many times have I seen that? My goodness. I've seen it twice. Yeah, twice. Okay, never mind. It's just twice. But um, I'm glad it was nominated because argument can be made. I know Spielberg made the argument it saved movie theaters. I completely agree. I completely agree. And you know what? Uh, for anyone who hasn't seen it yet, it is 90% as fun at home as it was in the IMAX oh, when I saw it. Um, and I, I'm hoping to show it to my in-laws before they leave. So maybe tomorrow night we'll do that well, and, one. And um, that's one of the things I'm, I'm glad it got nominated because it's so, Top Gun Maverick is a generic, almost – cookie cutter is the wrong word because it does some that that third act bleeding into a fourth act with no warning is still amazing yes yes it is um (laughs) but but the dialogue is it's nothing special it's it's not revolutionary what it is is these popcorn filmmaking made with such love and attention and it works so well and i'm so glad that they nominated a movie that was just great popcorn filmmaking yeah, and you know, I completely agree, man. I think um, if, if if Black Panther did anything wonderful, which it did many things wonderfully, uh, it really brought attention to that when it was nominated for Best Picture years ago. Is like, yeah. we need those audience pleasers in there to get people to watch the darn Oscars these days. Um, which, by the way, no agenda pushing. Everyone pretty much behaved themselves on stage. It was all very wonderful. Um, and then as an aside, mm-hmm. uh, Best Animated Short went to the, the Boy, the Horse... The Fox, The Mole, I believe it's called. Oh I my seen it. gosh, what a great book! Mm. And the and I've seen I've seen half of it, and it's just wonderful. It's good I'll for everybody, it good for children, good for adults. Very, very good. 
Um, that was definitely another one of those deserved wins that made me super happy. Um, so Top Gun Maverick did not see. I have not seen Women Talking. I've not seen Women Talking. Triangle of Sadness, though it is queued up. I did see Triangle of Sadness. I Very loved it. Very good. Tar is also queued up because I do like me some old drippy from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. I've not seen it. Um, the Fablemans, I, I don't have queued up, but I will. Okay. okay. I watched The Fableman the night before the Oscars. It's the best Spielberg movie he's made in wow. a long time. That's I, wonderful. <laughs> I found it both delightful and moving and... I, when I found out Spielberg, I'm gonna. This is. I'm just gonna gush on this for two minutes. When I found out that Spielberg was doing an autobiographical film, which again, there are different names, but almost every scene is some part of his past, sure. so they might as well be named Stephen. <laughs> um, I, my first reaction was, oh, that seems a little pretentious. Until I thought. But he's a filmmaker. People write their autobiographies all the time. And what better way for a filmmaker to do his autobiography than make a film? And the film is poignant and beautiful and wonderfully acted. And there, there are two, there are two wink at the camera moments that I laughed so hard. I felt such joy. The last shot of the movie is. It's it's, it's probably uh, last shot of the movie. If it's not my favorite final movie shot, it's in my top five oh, for sure. Cool. Wow. It's a lovely film. It's a lovely film. It is it is a sweet film. It is a celebration of both family mm-hmm. and film, and it's strong recommend. Awesome. It's a shame not many people saw it because it's excellent. Yeah. Well, of ones I did see, I did see everything everywhere all at once. Obviously, I did see the Banshees of Inisherin, and I loved both of those films. I have not I watched seen, that too. Yeah, loved it. Have not seen Elvis, but I Boz Lerman's Great Gatsby is such an eye candy treat. I have to imagine Elvis should, has to be I close. Haven't seen, oh, it's good. The only Baz Lerman I've ever seen is Romeo X, X Juliet. <laughs> in high school. Oh, that's that's it's you know it's, for yeah, it's all right. Yeah. I got to think I had to watch it twice. More. I remember I still remember like trailers for that on TV, boy. Um Great Gatsby. He also did Moulin Rouge, I believe. Australia with Hugh Jackman, Nicole Kidman. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, um, so I'll get to that one eventually. And then Avatar, The Way of Water. The night we were going to go see it was the night that we had to go get induced. So, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think that's probably the one you feel mm-hmm. like probably shouldn't be here, huh? Yeah, 100%. I mean, it was – I see 20 or 30 movies in theaters a year. It would be in my – it's the least fun I had watching a movie last year. Okay. That's if that's not a glowing recommendation, I don't know what is. Oh, but so yeah, great night at the Oscars, great fun at the Oscars. Uh we will talk about this next week, but nah to not to not to not to watching that like live on stage was <laughs> I haven't seen their stage performance. I need to go back and oh, watch it. Okay, cool. Yeah, we will do that before next week. I will show you to that show you to that. Okay. Um, perfect. As far as snubs go, I think um you know, I don't think uh, Marcel should have, you know, been nominated for Best Picture. I'm glad that it made animated feature film because, again, honored to be nominated. Um, Puss in Boots, I have the red box as well. Can't wait to watch that. Um, and I haven't seen Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Have you? I've not. I've wanted to. I've seen clips, and it looks great. Yeah. Well, the only on the thing. Web... Yeah, go ahead. Oh, the only thing that I feel like was snubbed, 
and and this is and and Roger Deakins agrees with me, so it's automatically the correct opinion. <laughs> is that Batman should have been nominated for cinematography? Yeah, oh. it absolutely should have. I, I, the fact that All Quiet on the Western Front won that makes me want to see it more. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what Bardo is. I Empire of Light was Deakins, like you said, and then Tar is there, and then Elvis, sure. But yeah, the Batman needed some. That cinematography, well, it, I you know, keeping in mind that I didn't see many of the best cinematography nominated right. films, <laughs> I did not see anything that had better cinematography than the Batman. I mean, I I think it's just avoiding the fact that it was another Batman movie. But if anything, if the the only thing that I feel like the Batman had over the Dark Knight trilogy is cinematography. And that cinematography mm-hmm. was stunning. It was from beginning to end. The lighting, the camera work, every every aspect of it was gorgeous. Yeah, man. So yeah, overall, uh, really enjoyable Oscars. Watch the clips. Um, Brendan Fraser's speech will get you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Key's mm-hmm. speech will get you. The Daniel speech towards the very end will get you for best directors. Like that's got to be the the one the one Daniel was like, uh, you know, this is for my son. He's like, and if you're watching this, like don't strive for this like don't try to achieve this this is very weird that this is happening anyway like you this is not your story i love it too. like i was cracking up so funny the stuff they were saying um yeah and then like yeah we'll talk about not to not to next week because that was just a thrill but oh yeah uh, anything uh, you know what um you know what else got snubbed a lot was babylon um i haven't seen it but i don't know if i i mean maybe i will eventually because i do like um, I can't think of the director's name. Yeah, uh, Damien Chazelle. Yes, because I've seen everything he's made. I probably will see it. Other than Babylon, movie. I've seen everything he's made, yeah. Yeah, so... What I hear is that the critics were excessively harsh on it. Okay. I, it, it's, I've, I've, I've seen some people I trust say that it's not his best work, but it is by no means a train wreck. It's messy, but it's... I, I, I still want to see it. I want to see it. Sure. Absolutely. Well, then I'll throw that on the list then. Uh, Cause I'll tell you what, for costume design, there's this little movie called Mrs. Harris goes to Paris. And I think I'm jumping <laughs> to the movie, the movie stuff that I've seen. Uh-huh. Oh man. Beautiful little film. Just, if you need something to see with your parents and your grandparents, that is like totally fine for everybody and everything and good lessons. The, the trailer just, was lovely. You just, you can't, you smile like 90% of the movie. It's just people being nice to each other which i know is for years that's been my critique of christian films it's nice people learning to be nicer you know like that's my critique but this movie was about nice things happening to nice people and it was just nice that was my review was it was nice aggressively we don't know what's going on be nice just be nice yeah be nice be kind be kind kind yes Uh, yeah so great Oscars, check it out. Uh, Brendan, what other movies other than our little Oscar bit have yeah. you been watching? Any other? Good I mean, movies? I said a bunch of them. Like I watched Banshees, and and I I think both Banshees and Fableman. If I was to go back and do my top movies of last year, those would make the list. I think Fableman would make it above Banshees. Um, I watched Triangle of Sadness on an airplane, which is kind of <laughs> a great way to watch it. I don't know, it just felt right. Oh so okay. Triangle of Sadness, have you watched the trailer for it? 
Yes, yeah. yeah. The models that are on the boat, boat crashes kind of a thing. It, it's three parts. There's a the model section at the beginning, and then that character and his girlfriend go on a cruise, and there's a cruise section, and then they wash up on an island, and there's the island section. And it is... I think it pairs very nicely with the menu. I think it is a better movie, but I don't... Hmm... I like the menu a lot, though. I don't know. I was going to say it's less dark than the menu, but it's also not less dark. It's much more of an art film than the menu is, but it's still also hysterical. Um... The, this, my favorite sequence in the entire movie has to be as the, everybody is seasick and vomiting everywhere and the boat is <laughs> not working correctly and the toilets are overflowing and uh, Woody Harrelson's character and another character are both drunk and Woody Harrelson is playing an American communist and this other character is playing a Russian capitalist and they are playfully arguing about their philosophies over the intercom of the cruise as everybody vomits and it's one of the greatest scenes I've seen in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, I will, yeah, I'll see it. Because that's the thing, as you mentioned the menu, I saw the menu this morning. Uh, bleary Just this morning. At 5.30 in the morning. Because it was, yeah, I had you're read, awake. Yeah, because I had read a chunk of the script a while ago, and I liked everything that I read in the script. And then it's like almost word for word the same as the movie. Which maybe mm, they didn't happy. change anything. Yet. They didn't change much at all. Um, and in that cinematic mm. universe, you know, Voldemort gets reborn as a chef, which is kind of nice. Um, right, right, of course. But man, like, t- like Tyler is so well played, um, and so is Margot. Just everybody who is in that, like, did a great job. Um, I think it was uh, not Luis Guzman. Who was it? Uh, uh, Romeo X Juliet. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Shoot. Give me one second. It was Nicholas Holt was Tyler, right? I find um, Nicholas Holt generally a very annoying actor, and I thought this was the perfect role for him. John Leguizamo. John Leguizamo. He uh, that part was originally written as Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, that would have been a fun movie, right? That's what I was thinking too. Um, but so much of the menu was just perfect. Even like the sommelier, oh, okay. uh, that guy was just like happy with the wine bottles everywhere, like despite all the insane crap going on around him. Ugh. I really enjoyed the menu, but there has been a sequence that has been driving me crazy, and I can't tell if I missed a major plot point or if the movie messed something up. Okay. Okay. She goes to the bathroom early on to smoke, right? Mm-hmm. And there's the fancy door they tell her not to go through. Right? Yep. And then later on she goes to the chef's main residence, spoiler guys, and she goes through the fancy door and finds the stuff. They're the same door, but in two separate buildings, and they never address what the door in the kitchen is doing. Right? I think that's because the chef's residence was in exact replica, perfect detail of the actual restaurant. Was it like to them? Yeah, it was to the most minute deal. Cause when she opens the door, you see um, the seating and you see where the chefs are cooking in the main one. It's the exact I same. That's when she drops the F. Completely missed. Okay. That. Yeah. Yeah. It was like exactly the, you okay. know, like where they probably would have rehearsed it a thousand times before those, all those people got there. Um, gotcha. That so makes what, more that, yeah. sense. So, but then okay. what would be behind okay. it? Right. Like that's a good question too. But at least you've given me a reason to think, okay, there's the, it had a purpose even. Okay. 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 Somehow I missed that. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. Thank you. Yep. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So just uh, because I just saw it this morning, but yeah, just very fresh in my mind. Like all, all the little lines. I just <laughs> so many parts just cracked me up, especially the cards where it would show the dish and then like what that dish required. Like every one had like you know the first three are just completely normal. And then by the time you get to the fourth one, like they start getting a little weirder and weirder. So the very last one's the weirdest of all. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Tyler's Tyler's BS was the best title card ever. <laughs> Wow, it's so exemplary. I forgot about it. Yes, that's so good. <laughs> the crappy undercooked lamb. <laughs> this must be a new uh, method of chopping that we are not aware of. Like just, oh, that part. It's the, it's the, it's the best. When get their comeuppance. Best Nicholas oh. Holt role, in my opinion. I would say that's his best role since the zombie movie that he was in. Because that one is just. Do you know about Warm Bodies? Have you heard of this movie? I've heard of it. I haven't Warm Bodies it. is an indie, zom- indie uh, romantic comedy zombie movie where a zombie falls in love. I didn't with realize that girl. was him. Okay. Yes. I've yeah. not seen it. I know people loved you, you it. Just all, you're hung up on Fury Road. You know, that's what you know him from. You know? <laughs> you're right. Okay. You know, Fury Road's his best role. This is his next. Oh, what a day. <laughs> this is his next best role. Mm-hmm. So that one I will absolutely be watching again. So maybe that got snubbed. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it didn't. I. But either way, I can't see a world where they nominate both the menu and Triangle of Sadness because <laughs> while the plots are dramatically different, they're also the exact same movie. Okay, that's good to know. And again, the plots are wildly different, but the themes are identical. There we go. Okay. Well, right on. So I got to watch that one then, and then. Uh, did I watch anything else? Just uh, the, I was watching the three same anime that I'm working through. I'm almost done. Actually, I just finished one. I, I talked about it already. Uh, Ranking of Kings. Didn't I mention I finished that? You did. And I, I, I did. still need to watch Amazing. it. Amazing. Yeah, that was great. Spike's family got a couple more to go. Um, so, yeah, just a couple other animes I'm watching. But, again, got to find that time. Got to find that sweet that spot sweet, of time. Sweet time. Oh, I feel you. Well, yeah. Beautiful. Well, everybody, thank you so much for listening this week. Uh, we'll have an episode next week. We're going to talk about Arr. 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 <laughs> Nar. Arr. So uh, thanks for checking in, everybody. Uh, and we will see you.